Welcome to the Daily Bite. I'm your host, Reverend Steve Andrews. Today we read from Numbers chapter 4. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the sons of Kohath from among the sons of Levi by their clans and their fathers' houses, from thirty years old up to fifty years old, all who can come on duty to do the work in the tent of meeting. This is the service of the sons of Kohath in the tent of meeting, the most holy things. When the camp is to set out, Aaron and his sons shall go in and take down the veil of the screen and cover the ark of the testimony with it. Then they shall put on it a covering of goatskin, and spread on top of that a cloth of all olive blue, and shall put in it its poles. And over the table of the bread of the presence they shall spread a cloth of blue, and put on it the plates, the dishes for incense, the bowls and the flagons for the drink offering. The regular showbread also shall be on it. Then they shall spread over them a cloth of scarlet, and cover the same with a covering of goatskin, and shall put in its poles. And they shall take a cloth of blue and cover the lampstand for the light with its lamps, its tongs, its trays, and all the vessels for oil with which it is supplied. And they shall put it with all its utensils in a covering of goatskin and put on it the carrying frame. And over the golden altar they shall spread a cloth of blue and cover it with a covering of goatskin and shall put in it its poles. And they shall take all the vessels of the service that are used in the sanctuary and put them in a cloth of blue and cover them with a covering of goatskin and put them on the carrying frame. And they shall take away the ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth over it. And they shall put on it all the utensils of the altar which are used for the service there, the firepans, the forks, the shovels, and the basins, all the utensils of the altar, and they shall spread on it a covering of goatskin and shall put in it its poles. And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the sanctuary as the camp sets out, after that the sons of Kohath shall come to carry these, but they must not touch the holy things lest they die. These are the things of the tent of the meeting that the sons of Kohath are to carry. And Eleazar the son of Aaron the priest shall have charge of the oil for the light, the fragrant incense, the regular grain offering, and the anointing oil, with the oversight of the whole tabernacle and all that is in it of the sanctuary and its vessels. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Let not the tribe of the clans of the Kohathites be destroyed from among the Levites, but deal thus with them, that they may live and not die when they come near to the holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint them each to his task and to his burden, but they shall not go in to look on the holy things even for a moment, lest they die. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Take a census of the sons of Gershon also, by their fathers' houses and by their clans. From thirty years old up to fifty years old you shall list them, all who come to do the duty, to do service in the tent of meeting. This is the service of the clans of the Gershonites in serving and bearing burdens. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle and the tent of meeting with its covering, and the covering of goat skin that is on top of it, and the screen for the entrance of the tent of meeting, and the hangings of the court, and the screen for the entrance of the gate, and of the court that is around the tabernacle and the altar, and their cords and all the equipment for their service, and they shall do all that needs to be done with regard to them. All the service of the sons of the Gershonites shall be at the command of Aaron and his sons, and all that they are to carry, and in all that they have to do, 
and you shall assign to their charge all that they are to carry. This is the service of the clans of the sons of the Gershonites in the tent of meeting, and their guard duty is to be under the direction of Ithamar the son of Aaron the priest. As for the sons of Merari, you shall list them by their clans and their fathers' houses. From thirty years old up to fifty years old you shall list them, everyone who can come on duty to do the service of the tent of meeting. And this is what they are charged to carry, as the whole of their service in the tent of meeting, the frames of the tabernacle with its bars, pillars, and bases, and the pillars around the court with their bases, pegs, and cords, with all their equipment and all their accessories. And you shall list by name the objects that they are required to carry. This is the service of the clans of the sons of Merari, the whole of their service in the tent of meeting, under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. And Moses and Aaron and the chiefs of the congregation listed the sons of the Kohathites by their clans and their fathers' houses from thirty years old up to fifty years old, everyone who could come on duty for service in the tent of meeting, and those listed by clans were twenty-seven hundred fifty. This was the list of the clans of the Kohathites, all who served in the tent of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of Yahweh by Moses. Those listed of the sons of Gershon by their clans and their fathers' houses from thirty years old up to fifty years old, everyone who could come on duty for service in the tent of meeting, those listed by their clans and their fathers' houses were twenty-six hundred thirty. This was the list of the clans of the sons of Gershon, all who served in the tent of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of Yahweh. Those listed are the clans of the sons of Merari by their clans and their fathers' houses from thirty years old up to fifty years old, everyone who could come on duty for service in the tent of meeting, those listed by clans were thirty-two hundred. This was the list of the clans of the sons of Merari, whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of Yahweh by Moses. All those who were listed of the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron and the chiefs of Israel listed by their clans and their fathers' houses, from thirty years old up to fifty years old, everyone who could come to do the service of ministry and the service of bearing burdens in the tent of meeting, those listed were 8,580. According to the commandment of Yahweh through Moses, they were listed, each one with his task of serving or carrying. Thus they were listed by him as Yahweh commanded Moses. This is the word of the Lord. As we look at our text today, really it's more it's more of a specific focus than the last couple of chapters have been. So we had in... Let's see, chapter 2 was how they would arrange the camp. The Levites had been exempted from that, and so now we're seeing how the Levites are going to set out. That was um, verse 17 of chapter 2, when the tent of meeting sets out, the camp of the Levites in the midst, so they shall set out each in position. So what's that going to look like? How are they going to set out? How are they going to do the task that we saw in chapter 3 they were given to do? So each of the three clans is given their task. The Kohathites to deal with the furniture, uh, the the Gershonites to deal with the really the curtains, the exterior coverings, and then the Merariites. <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't. I messed that up. That word's not even in our text today. The Merarites, perhaps um, the sons of Merari. They were to cover. They were to carry the the various really the frames, the supports, the structural pieces of the tent itself. And so this chapter gives us a little bit more specific at what that's going to look like. 
in the very first verse, you see the what ends up being such a common introduction in this book. Yahweh spoke to Moses, or Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, these things are not just men doing what men want to do. This is God's people. This is God's house. And God is being very specific about how these things are supposed to occur, um, how these people are to treat the things of his home. Um, there's an intentionality here and a holiness. Even. Both a perfection idea, but most, more perhaps the it's wholly perfect in the sight of God when you're thinking of the Lord. But the things of the Lord, they're set apart. That's the other definition for holy. They're set apart for his service, and so we need to treat them as such. You know, we don't, you don't just treat them carelessly or recklessly. You don't take the tongs that are used for the, the altar and just toss them on the ground when you're done with them. That's not treating them as holy. It's not treating them as respected as something that is serving to the Lord. Now, ultimately, that actually gets into people because people serve the Lord and we are holy. We are set apart. So how we treat our neighbors, uh, primarily our brothers and sisters in Christ, how we treat one another within the church matters because we are the Lord's holy utensils, tools uh, for the work of his kingdom. That's going beyond our text for the day, though. So let's come back here to Numbers chapter 4. Previously, the, the Levites had not been numbered among the fighting men when the fighting tribes of Israel were all numbered back in chapter 2, part of the census that resulted in 603,550. We did see the Levite tribe, Levitical tribe, numbered in chapter 3, but that was from one month old and upward, all the males. We get a little more specific today, narrowing into those age 30 to 50, those who are called to the duty of serving the tent. So those who have not reached that age or those who are older than that age are not required to be the ones carrying the the pieces when the, when the tent sets out, when the camp moves. So those numbers are reported in the latter verses, uh, paragraphs beginning there at 34, verse 34, and going through verse really the end of the chapter 49, and you get the total number being 8,580 men in the tribe of Levi who are aged 30 to 50, and they will be the ones doing this this work. So you've got nearly 9,000 men that are going to carry this tent and all that is in it and care for it. So as I said, it gets a little more specific in chapter 4 here. We actually see how they're going to do some of these things. They're not just going to pick up the ark and carry it. No, they're, going to put a, they're going to take the veil down, the veil that, that separates the, the holy room, uh, sorry, the, the holy place from the most holy place, um, or the holy of holies, as some call it. They're going to put that over top of the ark, and then over the top of that, they're going to put a goat skin, and then on top of that, a cloth of blue. So there are multiple layers covering the holiness of God from the people. I mean, remember, that's the purpose of that veil from the book of Exodus in the first place, is to separate God's holiness from the people. 
um, so that they are not destroyed by his holiness and their sinfulness. And so here, that same veil is now going to shroud, it's going to cover the ark. It's going to cover that throne of God in their midst as it moves because it's been taken out of the tent. It's still going to be, they're still going to be protected uh, in that way. And you're going to see these coverings being put over other things as well. Not the same amount. Um, so verse 7, the table of the bread of the presence, they're going to put a blue covering over, and then they're going to put its utensils on it, and then they're going to put over the top of that another covering of scarlet and then goat skin. So this one's got three layers to it as well. And then you've got the, the lampstand with all of its stuff covered in a layer of blue and then goat skin. And then you've got the golden altar, which is the small interior altar used for the burning of incense. And they've got the cover of blue over that. Uh, and then the, the various utensils or vessels for it are put on top of that. And then they're covered. And then you've got verse 13, This the, the altar with the ashes. That's going to be a reference to the burnt offerings. On the This is the bronze altar outside of the tent. Um, that is in the courtyard. They're going to cover that as well with a purple cloth. So there's a different color. Um, they're going to put its utensils on top and then cover that with goat skin. So you see the there's a lot of a lot of covering, a lot of protection of the the furniture of the house of the Lord, so that it it is cared for and is not damaged by you know, for example, the weather. Um, the goat skin providing a nice protective layer in addition to the just the nice cloth coverings that are underneath. So a lot of care being provided to these things. Verse 15 is going to pair up with verse 20 below. So in verse 15, they're not to touch the holy things or they'll die. In verse 20, they shall not even look on the holy things or they will die. This is the holiness of God again as we've talked about several times, and especially in the book of Exodus, this is a major theme that the Lord is holy. And again, we as sinners cannot touch his, his, his presence. We cannot come into his presence. Thankfully in Christ, all of that is, is overcome. Christ has forgiven our sins. We can come into the presence of God and live. Um, but for now, this is where you might get the most, maybe the most conversation together as a family. Uh, you could talk about how hard would this be? If you had been one of these Levites, how hard would it be not to look, not to touch? It'd be pretty tricky. Uh, it would be difficult. We would be tempted to look, to see the, the splendor of God. Um, but God is holy, and, and so we, we need to treat him as such, and we need to treat the things of the Lord as such. This could bring you to a really neat conversation for your family and kind of a going beyond just your home. Um, your church probably has an altar guild. If you're a Lutheran church, I would assume you do. And one of the things you could do is maybe with take your children, meet with one of the ladies that serve in the altar guild of your congregation, and ask them about this. Ask them about the about how they treat the things in the Lord's house and how how they show um, reverence or respect for the holy things of God. And that could be a neat conversation really for both the volunteer and for your children and for you. Um, so all, not both, uh, for your family and the, and the volunteer or for, for everyone. So I hope you can enjoy a conversation like that. 
Um, because typically our, our altar guilds, our volunteers, the, the women who serve in those roles are very careful. Uh, they they are, are trying to show as much reverence to the Lord's house as they can. You also get the sons of Gershon who cover the, who carry the, the, the various coverings of the tabernacle. That's described in paragraph starting at verse 21. And the sons of Merari in verse 29. Interestingly, with Merari, it's not mentioned as a census, but they're still listed by name. So you've got a census being taken there. And the other, so Eleazar is going to be one of the two sons of Aaron. Eleazar, he's going to watch over everything with the tabernacle's furnishings. And then Ithamar, the other son of Aaron, is going to watch over the other two tribes, over both uh, Gershon and Merari, and what their sons are doing in caring for the Lord's house and the holy things. It's interesting there in verse 32 with Merari's sons that they are to list by name the objects that they are required to carry. Um, almost... <laughs> almost so they don't forget to carry something. That seems a bit of an interesting detail to have mentioned. You would think um, that as they're taking things down that they would simply remember. But, you know, you wouldn't want to leave a a tent, one of the tent bases behind. That would be trouble trying to set it up when you had set set camp the next time. So that's our, our chapter today, and we'll continue tomorrow.